0: Hello and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 307 for Patch 6.2. We are a podcast about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe.
1: And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast.
0: This is Freckleface.
1: And this is Root. Coming up here in episode number 307 of HearthCast, waterwalking comes under scrutiny in the Alpha for Legion. And the next new thing in chatting with your guildmates is here. So hey, Freckleface. Hey, Root. What did you do this week in the Blizzard universe?
0: I did quite a lot. Oh, yeah, quite a lot. Oh yes. Now, remember I was talking about a particular achievement for love is in the air, okay, that required a raid team. Oh yeah, the one's like forty raid people. Group. yeah, forty people. It's this achievement called they really love me, and you have to have fifty love rays on you at a time. Now love rays are from an object that you get from um buying from the seasonal currency. Okay, so seasonal vendors hanging in Elgrimmar. They're selling these uh, love rays or whatever. So you have to do a couple days of dailies worth before you can buy them. And once you have them, um, you can um, shoot these love rays at people.
1: Sounds exciting.
0: Okay, so and this is where the achievement is difficult because having 50 rays in you simultaneously takes a... You can do it with 11 people, but it's difficult because people have to constantly... Um, target you and use the right item on you. goes a little bit smoother with more people.
1: All right, can you target more than one person at once? No. So how does it work with 11 people if you have to have 50 on you?
0: Well, there's the uh, the duration that it lasts on you is longer than the cooldown. So basically ah, you put a ray okay. on them, and then once okay. it comes back off a of cooldown, then Got you hit yeah. them again.
1: All right, it makes sense.
0: But the more people that you have, the easier it is. Sure. Right. So this is uh, how I ended up doing Is very last day. Like, it was that Sunday. It was going away the next day. Found a group from the group finder who was sitting outside Ogumar and doing this. And they had one person who was in charge of making the list. And all you had to do was um, whisper that person asked to be added to the list. Um, every few minutes, they would spam who was next in line. They would give a list in order of who was going. So we have about 30 people standing in a circle, all of one area. Whoever's turn it was would stand in the middle. The raid leader would mark them. And then everyone would uh, target them with their love rays until they had 50 stacks of it. And then they would get their achievement, and we would move on to the next person. They'd go back in the group. Next person come out in the middle, have a love ray shot on them. You Okay. So it was a really interesting experience. I haven't had that type of group experience in a while and WoW. I've been kind of doing my own thing, and I was thinking that would be something that would be really difficult to do because it requires so much coordination. And it would have been very easy to just get mine done and then leave. But they asked, like, as a courtesy, can you stay, use up all your charges, just to make sure you're helping, To get everyone else there is the way everyone helped you get yours. Oh, that's nice. So it was just kind of a cool dynamic. It just required everybody, you know, to be mindful of other people. You know, there's no way to prevent somebody from joining, getting their achievement done, and leaving. But nobody really did. Everyone stayed and helped each other out. That's cool. Yeah, so it was a really neat experience, and then it got me the toy uh, True Love Prism.
1: Is that the same thing as the... The thing with the charges? Yes, but
0: I don't have to keep something in my bag, and it's a permanent thing. Does
1: it have the same effect? It has the same effect, yeah. it's cool.
0: But it's a five-minute cooldown instead of a 10-second one. Oh, all right. Yeah. I also did some uh, archaeology on my hunter, Freckleface the Hunter.
1: What? Your hunter's name is Freckleface?
0: Yeah. Uh. Silver Rogue. (laughs) And uh, a few other characters. (laughs) Um, I had only started archaeology with her, this expansion, Mm. with uh, with the mine carts. And I finally got her archaeology up to 600. Whoa. So now I could go and exchange all of those 60 restored artifacts right. that were sitting in my bank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's pretty cool. I also finished up one of my long-term goals listed on my uh, Google Keep app. Oh, great. Yeah, that was uh, to finish all the garrison campaign quests. Uh, it was a little awkward to finish it up in a confronting uh, Gramush. And he's like, see you in Tanan jungle. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, I've already been there.
1: <laughs> and I killed you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Did we? Did we kill Grommash?
1: Oh, I, don't, I forget now.
0: It's Garrosh's daddy. Garrosh.
1: No, yeah, we killed Garrosh, not Grandmash. Not Gromash, yeah. No, sorry, got it confused.
0: Yeah, they're all similar names. Same family. Yeah, same family. And here's the storm. I also got my golden monkey portrait. Cool. Yeah.
1: I don't know what that's for. For the Lunar Festival. Oh, okay. Got that that... on the
0: last day. Makes sense. So it's theme for this week. Uh, Hearthstone, I reached rank nine. Well, congratulations. Thank you. That's your highest ever, right? It is. My highest before that was 10. And uh, normally I get around 15. And then I get kind of lazy and go like, ah.
1: You're just tearing it up.
0: Tearing it up. I know. I crafted Antonitis. And my next goal is Alex Straza. Because I'm trying to get all the classic legendaries. Look at you. Build up my classic collection for standard mode. Very cool. Yeah. How about you?
1: Well, I've been doing my normal thing on WoW, which is my dailies and uh,
0: auction house.
1: Auction house. Yeah. yeah. love it. I'm, that little niche is going so good. Really?
0: Yeah. I'm very curious.
1: Yeah. I, I kind of told you last week I was going to tell you what it was offline. And then I, you didn't. I didn't tell I you. No, I'm still reaping the benefits. <laughs> So there are ways to tell. I'll just let you know that. Okay. There are ways to know exactly what I'm selling. So Well,
0: I could just yeah. Go and search for root. Pretty much. Does that much. work? Yeah. How's that work? Just can you go- do that in the auction house or can you need to go no. online?
1: You do it in a WoW auction or in the yeah. undermined journal. You can go see find me of one things I've sold and you can show me show you everything that I've been selling.
0: I'll look you up. <laughs> okay. I'll figure it out. Next week, are you gonna tell us?
1: Yeah, I'll tell you next week.
0: Okay. Should I guess? Yeah, you can guess. Okay. You want to guess now? No. Okay. Well, I'll see if I can figure out what you're selling. Oh, all right. And then that, you tell that, me if that, I right. I like that. I like that okay. idea.
1: But you don't know if I have a bank alt. I might. Uh, I might. I might. You don't know.
0: I think there's ways to find out people's alt.
1: Uh, there probably is. Yeah,
0: I'll figure it out. That'll be my goal.
1: I did have a lot of fun in Diablo. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So we got back in there, and uh, so I thought I'd been running riffs. Yeah, I wasn't running, wet riffs. What were you running? Uh, the bounties? Oh, bounties. Yeah, bounties yeah. are good. I was running bounties. Yeah. Not riffs. Okay. And, but then I was like, oh, well, I guess I riffs that other thing. <laughs> so I ran in. I, I ran a rift. Those are fun.
0: They take a lot longer, don't they? Uh,
1: no. No? No. The ones I'm running like 10, 15 minutes where the bounties, it, it's like all the different quests everywhere. And that takes five, 10 minutes a piece. And there's like five of them.
0: It depends on which bounty you go to. Oh, Some okay. of them are like... They're kill one boss, and you go to that one boss, and then you're done.
1: Yeah, the bounties were taking me about a half hour, and and then the rift only took okay. me, like, 15 minutes.
0: Yeah.
1: And then uh, I figured out, oh, look, I got this this greater rift thing from doing the rift. The keystone. Yeah, the keystone. That yeah. Right. So I was like, oh, I'm going to run a greater rift. And then a spider killed me. And, and <laughs> not a big spider, a little spider.
0: One that you could have squashed.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. It It just... I was like, what happened? <laughs> that, what is going, <laughs> so, it's embarrassing. it is really embarrassing, <laughs> made me quit the game, I was like, I'm done, I, a spider killed me in a rift, and that's not there's, supposed
0: to, no, there's nothing else you can do after that, you just, you, you, yeah. Well, I f- yeah,
1: I, I kind of figured it out. Okay. So, I'd been in, uh, if I told you, like, the other week ago, or a couple weeks ago, I'd been in, like, the vault level, or maybe I didn't tell you that, but, dead guy. Had taken me into Rift and was power leveling me. And I guess I, the, the Rift stayed at his current like level.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: which I'm nowhere near.
0: Yeah. And so,
1: but other, when I was playing with Dead Guy and he was taking us through some rifts and power leveling us, I went into the vault, which I guess I didn't mention because I got a blank look from you. Vault's fun. Oh, I made millions yeah. of gold.
0: <laughs> You're like kind of just- but if our transfer plays, right, like seventy three yeah. million gold. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, so that was crazy. And uh, then we were with his wife as well, and she got something that was would uh, enabled us to go to the My Little Pony level.
0: Oh, I'm so jealous.
1: You haven't been there? No, I haven't. Oh, I'm I'm sorry.
0: I I looked over my husband's uh, shoulder as he uh, as he did it. As he went there.
1: Oh, it is um, it's. I, I wouldn't, I, I don't know if I would say there's anything I would be jealous about anybody else going there for.
0: no oh, well.
1: it You got old quick.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: So I, I understand it's kind of, it was funny. And uh, the commentary from the, the other people I was with was funny. I'll give you that. You know, dead guy insisting that it had nothing to do with my little pony.
0: <laughs> so do you think it's more scary or less scary?
1: Depends. Uh, do clowns give you nightmares?
0: Not any more than anyone else.
1: (laughs) That's the best non-answer ever, (laughs) I think.
0: Uh, The clown from American Horror Story does.
1: Well, that clown gives everybody nightmares. That's just a whack job clown.
0: So, well, my, my question is, is it scarier for a skeleton to come attack you because you expect it to attack you? Or is it scarier for something that you normally associate with being cute, like a teddy bear, to attack you?
1: See, I didn't have that association. I saw it, but I knew that this is Diablo and this is a... I don't know. I, I kind of had an analytical approach to it.
0: Okay.
1: I just killed stuff.
0: Well, what and if you weren't analyzing? What if it just... Just like, the- theoretically, what do you think is fair?
1: Theoretically, if somebody walked up behind me did not know I was playing Diablo and sat this level and then saw me slaughter a little rainbow unicorn, <laughs> there might be issues.
0: <laughs> there might be therapy.
1: There might be large doctor bills. That's true. So... <laughs>
0: It was very Fair well enough. done. Okay. Very well
1: done, and you do need to to go.
0: I do. Well, you can't just go. You have to. You have to get lucky. Really? Get the thing that opens it. Okay. Yeah. Well, next time. Yeah, there's a bunch of secret levels, like the cow level. Yeah, I've been on that one. Have you?
1: Yeah, our, oh. our buddy Gorm took me to that one.
0: Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've been to the cow level. Cool.
1: I've been to the. I guess the vault's not really a secret level. No. Uh, and I've been to the hello, not hello kitty, the, the the My little pony. Yeah, my little pony. Yeah. And then in Heroes of the Storm, uh, I let I let the computer update that. <laughs> I didn't play. Have been there? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I think if if I had a regular group that wasn't your regular group, <laughs>
0: okay, I can see that.
1: And it would have to be people who are on on par with the way that I play and the style that I play. What's and- your style? Very casual. Okay. So, one of the things that I've noticed in talking to some other people who are gamers is that I have found a, a, a group of people, gamers, min maxers, and I don't see how min maxers have any fun. And yeah, it, I, don't I either. really, really don't. It escapes me. And I've had the conversations, and these are usually the people who feel that. Blizzard has broken the game Mm -hmm. and that it was better a certain time and that they have all the answers, all the questions because, but you have to have this weapon and this. And I mean, they just know it's like every little nuanced detail. And they'll say, well, I don't like it because I need this weapon to have this and I have to run this particular thing a gazillion times for the chance of this weapon to drop and it shouldn't be that way. In my, I don't know. It's just like, you know what? You're making it that way. Because I'm having fun playing the game, a lot of fun, and I don't have to worry about trying to max my character out, so I don't know.
0: Well, there's, yeah, I mean, Heroes is different. Yeah, I'm very casual myself.
1: I'm not talking about, well, Heroes, is, there is, the person I had in my mind was not a Heroes player. Oh, okay. But that the same thing happens in Heroes. There's min-maxing so happens across about... anything.
0: Well, it's just different play styles, different approaches. Some people look at it as an intellectual challenge. A physical challenge, kind of combination, give the reflexes uh, up as much as possible. And that's where they get their enjoyment from, It's being competitive.
1: Oh, I totally get it.
0: Yeah. Me, I just, I like to enjoy the scenery. You know, playing Here's a Storm, I pick whatever character I relate to. Whatever just feels natural. Mm, okay. Yeah.
1: There's a whole nother episode in that. Question right there. We'll we'll (laughs) save that one for later. And we'll we'll just push on through this episode. Discord voice chat. Freck, I don't know. Well, yeah, you have seen this. I do know you've seen it because we've been on that before. Yeah, I've got it installed. So, Discord uh, has recently come to light. It's been around for a little while, but it's come to light. It's starting to make a little bit of an appearance on the scene, so to speak. And I guess one of the biggest things I like about Discord is that its it's got a very small footprint. It does not use a lot of resources.
0: That's important.
1: Now, I know a lot of people are saying we need another voice app like we need another hole in the head. And that, I can see that. I, I understand that. Our guild that I'm in switched to it and it said, we're going to this. So I'm like, okay. Now I have, I still have Mumble installed. I still have Ventrilo installed. I still have Teamspeak installed for my Arma 3 stuff. So it's like I've got all these different voice chats. Skype is still there. But I'm digging Discord. Number one, it's free. And everybody likes free. This is free to use, it's free to set up a server, it's free across the board. They're upfront about their monetization ideas. They basically want to sell enhancements, in other words, skins or buttons and stickers and different things that you can do to make your Discord chat room yours. I've already mentioned it's got a low CPU footprint resources it uses, very low. It knows if you're playing specific games like WoW and some other things, it knows that you're playing it. It puts it in the chat channel like, hey, you're playing Diablo. Yeah, I guess playing Diablo. It's kind of neat. I like that. They have a mobile app, Freck, which this was the biggest thing for me, the mobile app. It's iOS and Android. And you can talk on it. Interesting. And uh, I've only, ch- I've chatted on it a couple times. It's kind of neat to, you know, really quickly know what's going on or update somebody in the guild. Because before, if you remember, what would you have to do? Well, I don't know if you did this or not, but if you were running late to a raid and you're driving home.
0: Uh, wow are Wow Armory? The the mobile app, the mobile app,
1: right. You go in the mobile app, you're doing, and then you're letting people know that way. Yeah. So that, at least that was there, but some people don't, they're not on that same tune because it's not raid time yet or whatever. So you may not be able to get a hold of somebody or anybody at the time. So with this, you can just jump in and now you're talking with everybody who's in your guild's chat channel or chat room on your voice server. The other thing I like about the, uh, the the app, the mobile app, is that it, you can scroll back. You can see what you missed. So you can be at work and go, oh, what are they talking about? Or driving home at a stoplight because you're a safe driver and go, what's everybody talking about?
0: So the caveat to that is don't talk about somebody because they're not in the room. <laughs> they could come in. <laughs> exactly.
1: They could, yeah, scroll is always there. I guess you could audibly talk about them, just don't write about them. Right. Now, Discord does work everywhere. We're talking desktop apps. It's got a browser app. It works on your phones. Wow. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. You can share videos. You can share images. Of course, you can do uh, text in rich formats. You can do uh, fonts and whatnot. It's got push notifications, which is another thing I really like. If somebody mentions you in the chat room, does like an ad in your name. You will get your phone if you have the app installed. Well, you'll get a little notification on it. Oh, very nice. So, somebody really needs to get a hold of you; they can really get a hold of you.
0: Oh, cool. So it kind of works as a kind of a messaging system in a way, or way to tag somebody. Somebody might not have exchanged contact with, but yeah, like a lot of guild members
1: don't have your email address or your phone number or anything else. But if they're in using the same chat app, then they could actually get a hold of you pretty easily. And if you recall, push notifications is something I have begged Blizzard to put into the mobile app. push want something push done that? No, no. I want push notifications from the armory, from the auction house, Oh, home, yeah, when your auction cell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd love that. You can have unlimited channels so you can keep people organized. You can have a raid channel or a farming channel or an AFK channel or different games if you wanted to do that. It's very, very customizable. If you are interested in getting your guild into Discord, or if you just want to check it out for yourself, you can go to discordapp.com, and all the information is there. Now, you and I, we set up a channel very quickly, like a week ago, because we wanted to have a discussion, uh, or we're going over show notes. We wanted to have a discussion on show notes, we wanted to use Discord for it, because before we would use Skype. True. So we wanted to have a, a meeting, we wanted to use Discord, and we did not want to be in our guilds server because we did not want someone jumping down in our channel or anything else and I don't want to ask for a different level of permissions to do anything. So I'm like, "Ah, you know what, let me just try creating my own server here real quick. It took me five, ten seconds to do that, send you an invite, and it was done.
0: Yeah, and what's what's handy about that is we weren't in our guilds. I mean, they also have different rooms, even within the, uh, the guild server. Right. But we were having, you know, private conversation. So people who we know who are also online in the app weren't looking for us. Like they didn't see that we were online.
1: Right. Yeah, we so were yeah, it's private. a little more private. Very so
0: yeah, you can set up different different groups. You can say okay, well, this is going to be my Tuesday night here's the storm team. We're going to set up this thing. And you know, uh we always use Skype and it makes it a little awkward to start a group call every time.
1: Right, who's in control? Right. And then if the main person decides to leave and drops the call.
0: The whole thing drops. Everybody's gone. Yeah.
1: So with this one, with Discord, that doesn't happen because if someone leaves, they leave. Everybody joins the server. Yeah. They join the server. They talk. When they're done, they're gone.
0: The biggest thing that I liked about it is the interface uh, to set up uh, your microphone and your headset. It was super simple. Oh. Now, I, yeah, because I've, I've had issues with uh, vent and mumble to me. Both have way too many options, and I'm not a super technical person, so trying to find a setting that I want to change, I've found it to be too complicated in both those programs. Okay. I need to end up having to have somebody walk me through how to do something. And Discord, did I have to ask you for any help?
1: Mm, no. I just I had to beg you to install it because you're a little well, lazy and yeah. that. But- okay.
0: It was a lazy sure, but I didn't go like, "Hey, I don't know how to set my microphone." No,
1: in fact, once once you installed, you're like, "Hey, we're we using this instead of Skype."
0: Right. And, and it was I was like,
1: "Yeah, it was done."
0: Because you don't have to wait on me to call you. No. Or set a specific time to call. It's like, hey, whenever we're both in the room, as in, like you know, we're both available to chat, then we'll chat.
1: Right. We can just and now that we have our channel set up, it just appears on our menu. We just change channels right. that right. quickly. And nobody else has access to our channels because we haven't sent out the invite to anybody.
0: So I'm a fan. I got on my computer. I should install my phone, too.
1: Yeah, it's very quick. Yeah. Yeah. Do that before before we head out tonight. Okay, remind me. Hey, Freck. Not now. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You always do that. Well,
1: (laughs) you need to be a little more specific if I'm going to remind you, I guess. Yeah, so go do check that out, discordapp.com. See if you want to get your guild involved in that.
0: So, what's been the big hubbubaloo?
1: Hubba Yes. That sounds like Bubbaloo's Bodacious Barbecue, which is a restaurant here in Orlando. It's very similar. Is it? Really? Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. in that. So, the big hubbub, the big cry out this week about the uh, Legion Alpha has been over water striders. Now, gamers who have been playing the Alpha noticed that their water striders were no longer able to walk on water.
1: They were just striders.
0: They were just striders. Now, these are the mounts that you got from the anglers. You had to get to exalted with them, which is a lot of farming. And then you could buy these water striders. And they grant you the ability to walk on water.
1: Well, you ride on water, but Well, yes. you ride on water, yeah. right.
0: So instead of you know, going across terrain, here's a river you have to cross. Instead of it sinking down and you're going at a sluggish pace, just skim right over it. Lots of advantages. For many players, including myself, that was the sole reason in getting exalted with anglers. You
1: yeah, got to it, get that mount.
0: Got to get that mount. It's something that um, has paid off a lot. And it's something that even now, if someone was looking for something to do, and I said, do you have your water starter mount? I would tell them, go get it. Right. It's that helpful.
1: I used to love using that um, on tunes that I didn't have, like my warlocks got. I, I glyphed my dread steed in to be able to run on water. Oh, right. But I didn't have any, any of my other tunes didn't have anything, because I don't have any, because some tunes have that innate ability, like the, I think it's a death knight or somebody else can do the water yeah. path, whatever. Yeah. But everybody else that I had didn't. And so on Timeless Isle, there were places that it really behooved you to be able to run on water, to cut around a, the corner of an island to go do, you know, there were some dailies you had to do over there or whatever it was. The summoning, They maybe yeah. to summon the people. Yeah, but I mean, I loved having that thing, and now and so now, what's going on? There no more water walking.
0: Well, what happened was in the alpha, there's no water walking, and people complained, and there was a blue post um, from Watcher, who's a game designer. Um, basically, what they said was that okay, we heard you guys' feedback, and we're going to revert it to a certain degree. Now, the rationale was that the water strider provided so much utility that players were being, quote, forced to use it over some of their more aesthetically pleasing mounts or some of the other rare mounts that they would have worked harder or haven't got luckier to use. In other words, you got invincible. But there's certain times, certain places when maybe you'd ride Invincible, but you could just use your water strider because it'd be faster.
1: Yeah, I, I well, here's the thing. In any of my other tunes, I've already said this, if I can't fly, my water strider is the one I have out. Okay. It is my utility mount. It runs just as fast as everybody else, but if I run across water, it runs across
0: water. So... Is there a point where you ever use your other ground mounts other than water striders?
1: If I am standing around and people are showing off mounts, yeah.
0: Oh, just a mount, just to take a second mount. Not not to actually ride on, just to show off.
1: Just show off. But again, I don't, it doesn't bother me. I look at, at, at mounts as utility. It is a way for me to get from point A to point B faster. Right. Now, if I had something like, uh, for instance, my any mount that I, can, that I can carry people on, if I needed to carry people, I would switch to that mount and carry people on that, regardless if it was flying or not. So as I look at the utility of it, yeah, it's nice to show off mounts when you get them. Like, I've got Invincible. I like showing Invincible off. I've got my Moose. I like showing my Moose off. I've got, you know, these some of the rare mounts that I have, they're fun to show off. But I don't, like, if for instance, right now, when water walking isn't an issue because everybody can fly, then I have random mounts. Random flying mounts is what I have right now. Oh, okay. I use the built-in WoW one. I summon a random mount, I jump on the random mount, and I'm gone. I don't care. But if I have to get into an area where I cannot fly, Timeless Isle can't fly there, on my Warlock, it's going to be my Dreadsteed. On any other tune, it's going to be my water strider. Utility. Right. That's all I care about. I don't, you know, everything else is just, it's, you know, there was one day years years ago, Freck. Where you described World of Warcraft as the ultimate dress-up game, and that's a lot of what it is. A mount is a mount is a mount. It's going to get you from point A to point B faster. Other than that, it's cosmetic, and you can show them off. It's dress-up.
0: Well, what's interesting? Yeah, it's um, it seems like that's the type of thing that they're wanting to get away from. Like the way you use your mount is the way they don't want people to use their mounts. It it almost seems like they don't want any mount to have. An advantage over any other mount, which is crazy in a way, because if they were to take that uh, train of thought and apply it universally, there's other mounts that have unique abilities, like the uh, the yak that gives you a, a transmog okay. tender, and uh, you know I use the traveler's tundra mammoth repair, and then I have uh, a couple mounts that I can carry passengers. Gotcha. I think there's one riding, and I forgot which one it was. And then there's, uh, I have the rocket. Right. There's the... Like the X-52 rocket. The
1: love rocket one. I don't have the love rocket. Okay. I have the
0: X-52 one. That was their fur friend mount.
1: So, you know, I don't know if a lot of people know this or not, but Sons of Hodir, so the Traveler's Tundra? Yeah. It's a big elephant, and it's got a, a, it a, a repair... He yeah, a a big mammoth, which is an elephant, right? Anything?
0: Uh, yeah. sure. <laughs>
1: It's got a vendor and a repair dude on it. What some people may not realize is you can kick those two off and other people can mount up. And so it is another two-person total of three people with you driving yes. mount.
0: So it's a, yeah, it's a ground mount, passenger mount.
1: So what you're saying is Blizzard doesn't want people to look at mounts as utility. They want them to look at as more than cosmetic. But still kind of show off y and look what I diddy, Yeah. diddy, diddy. Is that Yeah. That?
0: So, but then it begs the question well, what was the point of getting that mount if you don't have the utility with it? Like right now, if they were to take away the water strider's ability to walk on water. I'd
1: never mount it again. No. The thing's hidden. Oh, neither. It does have that cool when it stands but
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. When you hit the space bar. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or forward slash mount special.
0: Spacebar is faster.
1: Well, I know, but it doesn't always work. Oh, that's if you're not flying mount, you take off. That's true. That's why I have a macro. Ah. And yeah, <laughs> I, I no, I, I see your point in that. It's perfect. This is a completely data-driven decision. Somebody looked at data and went, "Wow, a lot of people are just using these couple mounts. I wonder why." Oh, it must be because it has this ability. Wow, everybody's not really running these other things anymore. Why aren't people running these other things anymore? Do people not care about the other mounts? I guess they don't. What we should do is equalize all the mounts.
0: Yeah. I don't think it's the right decision. Well, they reversed it, didn't they? They did, but they said they they will not have the water walking ability in Legion. So, similar to not being able to fly, we will also not have the advantage of being able to walk on water. Which kind of leads us to believe, is the issue having a utility or is the issue they don't want a terrain advantage?
1: Historically speaking, I would say the latter. If you look at, you know, all of our content that's been released, you can't fly here. You can't do it. So now, You yeah, we're going to Northern End, I get back, you know. Yeah. But it's Broken Isles. So if you look at Broken Isles, that tells me that it's a chain of islands. Right. And if you have a chain of islands that you could easily run between on a water strider, then that would break something. Because we know we can't fly. Well, I assume we can't fly because you can never fly. So now I have not played a lot of the Alpha. I've got it. I haven't played a lot. I should, but I haven't. I'm sorry. But my guess in all of this is that in their layout of their terrain, they do not want people to be able to skip around. And the easiest way to do that is just to take away the ability to walk on water.
0: Right. Whereas the other advantages from the mounts, like being able to repair, being, being able to give someone a ride... Wouldn't have the same effect. It wouldn't. Yeah.
1: Usually when, when we get a restriction on a mount from Blizzard, it is because they don't want us to blaze through content.
0: That's true.
1: I wonder, though, if that's going to affect my glyph. Am I going to lose my glyph as a warlock, my glyph of water walking?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And I wonder if the same thing for like the that Path of Ice, whatever it is that Death Knights do or someone does.
0: Well, I don't know if they would, because they. I don't think they mind giving certain classes an advantage because that's your class. That's your special thing.
1: All right. so let's go back to the conversation we we tangented off on earlier, Needs these min-maxers. So a min-maxer is now going to look at this, and they're going to say, I'm going to play this class because of this utility, and I'm the only way, you know, they are going to be a bunch of warlocks and a bunch of people can run on water because they're going to take away the ability from that
0: mount. I don't think that's necessarily true, because I think that making the terrain a little easier to navigate is going to be a marginal amount of helpfulness compared to having better raid stats. I know raid stats isn't a thing, but typically people who are interested in min-maxing are going to be looking at combat spells, um, what class is going to do the highest DPS if they're a DPS, and whereas the terrain stuff, that's more for exploring, and after you get past that content, You know, after you've already leveled up, after you're already doing the in-game stuff, it doesn't matter anymore. You're not going to go back and level through those zones again. Now you're focused on dungeons and raids, and it's kind of a moot point.
1: All right, so I I agree with the caveat. You can min-max a gathering profession. You can min-max questing, and people do it all the time. Like in what way? Zyger guides, they come out right out and say, you need to be on a water walking mount.
0: Okay, I I can understand that. But you're not losing anything. Like, you're still making a choice of which mount to use. This is the best mount to use. Right. That's
1: the min-max situation. You're doing the best for your character.
0: Right. Okay, but picking a particular class because it's a little easier to navigate terrain doesn't make that class better because they're looking at all the factors. Hmm. And it's just not going to factor in that much compared to your stats are going to actually affect a raid.
1: The reason that I will disagree with that is when I look at the gathering professions that people who are doing a lot of gathering to sell on the auction house, like the herbing in particular, okay, are usually druids and usually a druid with some kind of buff like a Torin druid or something. True. Because, you know, they can gather in the shapeshift form and do that gathering that much faster.
0: So are they a gatherer because they're a druid or are they a druid (laughs) so that they can gather?
1: (laughs) How far down does this rabbit hole go, Freckleface? Uh,
0: (laughs) Infinitesimal.
1: No, I see your point. It's going to be interesting. I I, I stand by my my statement that it is a data-driven decision. But, you know, it's alpha. But even though a decision can be made here now, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, they've already kind of reversed a little bit based on community reaction where they've said, OK, we can give it back, but we're going to end it right here. You're not going to be able to do this in, in Broken Isles and beyond. And We've seen them do that before on objects, items, gloves, for instance, like the foragers gloves that you had in Mr. Pandaria that helped you gather faster. Those now the equivalent of it for this patch is the the, the gentle grasp of was gorse bean or whatever it was. For miners, remember we had the ancient mining pick? And oh then, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Th- we've seen that kind of thing be patch exclusive. But I don't I, this is new. I have never I don't I cannot recall them ever stopping an ability in a particular expansion and beyond.
0: Yeah. So and they They did come out and say, "You know this is alpha, Alpha just means that we are experimenting. It's not something that's set in stone, but it does illustrate what they're thinking about so I guess what bothers me a little bit is that it would make more sense for them to come out and say, We got rid of water walking because we don't want you to have water walking legion because it trivializes the content it." makes the world smaller, et cetera, using the same train of thought they did to get rid of flying. But instead they said, we're getting rid of this ability for this mount because everyone's using this mount. And when you look at that trend, you kind of go, all right, well, eh, it's it's a little trickier to justify.
1: My mind automatically goes back to, and I've said this before, give me a thematical reason why something's done. Now, what I automatically thought about for the Water Strider is now that uh, you know we're going back. We've been in Dreenor. We're coming back to Azeroth. We're now dealing with this new enemy. Why can't it be like a weird virus, a bug, a sickness that affects your Water Strider? It's curable, but you have to be max level to learn that that skill. It's a, it's a first aid skill. It's a first aid recipe okay. that you can learn at max level. Right. That drops off some some crazy boss and some you know you know make it a little difficult to go do yeah. But once you learn that ability, you can come back and cure your water strider. Now they can walk on water again because your your max level it doesn't matter after that point.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Doesn't bother me that much, because I, I don't think they have time to come up with stories for every thing it, behind the screen. That was just top of
1: my head; it took me th- three seconds to figure they don't it have out. That kind of time. And <laughs> no, implementing it might be a little different, but
0: yeah. All right, so here's here's an alternate thing. So if they're going to stick with their initial assertion of everyone's using the water mount or the water strider, we don't want everyone to have to be forced to use this mount. They could change it a little bit. Right?
1: Make it purple.
0: No. Oh. Well. <laughs> no. purple. Ooh, purple. Kind of distracted. <laughs> um, this would be more complicated, but like if they really want to address the root of the problem, all the mounts that we get that have uh, utility, you can instead make it a spell or an ability, like when you need get exalted with anglers, you get a token or something that teaches a particular mount the ability to walk on water.
1: I mean, I just didn't we used to have something that you could teach your mount things, or was that a different game? No, than I'm it's a different of? game. Could you imagine if your mount had a talent tree?
0: That'd be insane. But that means you had to fight with it. Now, I know this doesn't make a lot of sense for, you know, every single type of mount. It would look really weird if they were able to walk on water, like your Gron.
1: <laughs> It'd be so like, cool walking I, on I, water.
0: <laughs> I know, like thematically, it makes more sense for the water strider to walk on water and none of the other ones. But if. If this is actually their concern, well, this mount has an ability, the other ones don't, then that would be the solution. Give the player an ability. Not the mount? Exactly. But I don't think they're going to go there. I think that's too complicated.
1: My mind is still at the ground, like, walking up to the water and just, like, Hulk smashing it, (laughs) (laughs) and it just, like, solidifies all the water.
0: That'd be awesome. Wouldn't it, though? Yeah. (laughs) What if your bike went on water? Well... Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, pretty much all the mounts can go on water if they have a spell cast on them, right? Right. There's the water like, walking the water spell. Water walking. Uh, you get the...
1: The buff from your raid guy that turns the water into...
0: Yeah. And the, just the animation is just them like like as it, as if they're on ground. Yeah. So it doesn't matter.
1: It don't matter none.
0: Um. But yeah, it just... It looks like overall their goal is going to be to take away some of the advantages that we've had so far. As far as getting around. It's a
1: little sad. But, I mean, it's it's part for the course. They've done this before. This is fine. This, we all complain about it, but we're all going to go through it and we'll do the content the way they want us to do the content and we'll enjoy the game how we enjoy the game.
0: That's very true. And uh, in the meantime, maybe we'll see uh, more Invincibles out.
1: No, he doesn't walk on water. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see him anyhow.
0: Ah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so hey frick
0: hey roots do you
1: have your aoe questions ready for episode 308
0: not quite but i will
1: you better because it's scheduled
0: i know it's on the calendar is it it is i'll put on the calendar if it's
1: not i think it is should be i've got my questions ready do you yeah So we do have it. But, you know, folks, if you guys wanted to play AOE, just shoot us an email, podcast at hearthcast.com. Let us know when you are available. We are typically in the studios here Monday nights from about 6 o'clock onward, 6 p.m. Eastern time, I should say. Real simple game. You just have to be closest to the right answer. It's a numerical answer. Just for playing, you're going to get six months of Curse Premium. So you don't have to update anything. It just takes care of all your add-ons for you. And if you win, we're going to attack on six months of Loot Crate delivered right to your door with geeky goodness every month. So that's a pretty cool thing.
0: Hey, folks, do us a favor and head on over to iTunes and give us a rating and review there. We really appreciate that.
1: That lets us know how we're doing and uh, it let's also let other people know who go and check out the show if it's something they might enjoy. And while you're at it, don't forget to tell your friends and guildmates about the show. They might enjoy it just as much as you do.
0: Thank you to our friends on Facebook and our followers on Twitter.
1: And as we close this show, we want to thank you for listening.
0: We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback.
1: Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at HearthCastRec and at HearthCastRoot, or just head on over to our HearthCast Facebook page.
0: You can support HearthCast by using our Amazon link at HearthCast.com slash Amazon.
1: You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting LootCrate.com forward slash HearthCast and using the offer code HearthCast at checkout.
0: Our Patreon page can be found at Patreon.com slash E-I-P-S. And remember,
1: Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically.
0: Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more.
1: Until next time, this has been Root
0: and Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grit Network.